Hello, supporters. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Lorraine Penner, and whether this is your first time listening or if you've been with us since episode zero, I am so grateful that you're here and I promise to do my very best to make sure that your time listening is always well spent. I'm so excited today because I have not one but two amazing women on the show with us. We've got Michelle Orth and Benin Allen to give us all the info on what People's City Mission is up to these days and how we as the Lincoln community can help advance the cause. I'm super excited for you guys to hear what they've got to say, so let's get to it. Welcome to Support LNK, the podcast. I'm Lorraine Penner, but you can call me Lo, and these are real, honest interviews and conversations with other small business owners from this great city that we all call home. These business owners have been brave enough to share their story, their experiences, and to let us know what it really takes to be a business owner trying to make an independent living in Lincoln today. Hello, hello, support LNK family. I am so excited because I have Michelle and Benin here on the podcast with us today, and they're going to tell us about People's City Mission. So hello, ladies. Thank you so much for being here, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, Okay, so everybody who listens knows that my first question is always about gratefulness and gratitude because I do like to start things off with a little bit of that before our show to get us all in the right mindset for today. So ladies, each of you, tell me something good. What is one good thing that you are grateful for or thankful for today? Well, I would say first and foremost that we have not had COVID at the mission. Yay! It is just a miracle that we have had not one case or outbreak here amongst our staff, guests, or volunteers. Wonderful. Let's go ahead and get into it to get started. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about who you are before we get into People City Mission? Okay. <laughs> As you said, my name's Michelle. I am a born and raised Nebraska girl and grew up in a farm town but love Lincoln and have been at the mission almost eight years now. And I'm so grateful to work for such an amazing nonprofit with integrity. What we do each day, the lives that we have the opportunity to impact. I'm the community relations director. So I get to connect the public with the homeless. So it's for me, the best of both worlds. I get to meet the guests and kind of uncover what are their needs from a practical standpoint to even a spiritual standpoint point being a part mm-hmm. of our church here and then connect churches, business, organizations, individuals, families from all walks of life with that need and how to help that need and be a part of the healing process around here. Yes. Um, well, my name is Benin. I actually grew up in Lincoln and I've been here all my life and I absolutely love the city of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was thinking, why out of all the places my parents could have lived, why did they live in Lincoln? <laughs> but the older I've gotten, the more I've grown to love it. And so I'm super glad that I live here. I am married and we're just about to get a golden doodle. So we're pretty excited <gasps> about that. Oh, golden doodles. I love everything from coffee to candles and my job, <laughs> <laughs> everything in between. Michelle and I are both part of the marketing team. So We get to work closely together a lot, and I primarily focus on volunteers, so I'm the volunteer services director, Mm -hmm. so I get to help bring in the public as well, and in a way, we're advocating for the homeless, you know, and so we get get to find ways to allow the public to participate in helping with the homeless, so that's really great. Awesome, wonderful, and so let's go ahead and jump into People City Mission. Tell me about the mission. What problem does it solve, and what programs or services does it offer? 
Well, for the most part, I think the community pretty well realizes that we are the only homeless shelter in the city. We mm -hmm. have pretty good brand awareness, but what we find is that, that the majority of the city does not fully understand the scope of what we do and the yeah. volume of people we connect with. Pastor Tom estimates that between those that are getting services from us and those that are giving or providing resources for those services, that we are touching over a third of the city. Over one third of Lincoln is either benefiting from, receiving the resources, or supporting them. And yes, we're the only homeless shelter in the city. We are rescuing over 80% of the homeless, providing housing for men, women, and children all throughout the year. Mm -hmm. But we also have our help center, and we have a free clinic, and we have a recycling program, and we have a service that takes resources to those choosing to live on the street. So again, it's far more reaching than just a homeless shelter. I was looking at the website earlier today, and I love just the first thing that you see at this point in time for this season when you visit pcmlincoln.org. Be the thanks in someone else's Thanksgiving. Help the homeless celebrate Thanksgiving this year. Give now. And so I just love that. It's like you had mentioned, everybody's aware. There's a lot of brand awareness about the mission, but you're just so able to have it connect with people. Like, yeah, of course, this is a mission and, and it's very much needed services, but you can personally, anybody reading this, be the thanks in someone else's Thanksgiving. So that helps you feel like you're personally connecting when you do give. And so I just love what you guys are doing and you're doing a wonderful job at that. And so in this space of nonprofit organizations, how does the mission stand out? In other words, what is the mission's secret sauce? Innovation is a big part of the secret sauce, so to speak. Um, we're always growing, thinking of creative ways to do things and creative ways to help people and to help connect to the community with those who desperately need our help. So innovation has always been something that we're always continue, continuously wanting to grow mm -hmm. and be creative in that. Because the need continues to grow. Mm -hmm. And working for an entrepreneur, which Pastor Tom is an entrepreneur, he came from the business world, mm -hmm. but then God moved in his heart to give him a pastor's heart. So it's this perfect meld of that innovation with the heart behind it. Thus, we've created the recycling program. Every day he challenges us that there is no box because the need as the city grows, as we are a refugee city, we find our guests telling us that the resources in Lincoln are even, they far surpass the resources in Omaha. And like tonight in Omaha, over 2,500 homeless people will have housing. And Lincoln's roughly half the size and only about 350 people in Lincoln will have housing tonight. So wow. there's a, a gross disparity and a, a far-reaching need, which is Pastor Tom's heart before he would ever retire, that we could find the way innovatively to build a 700-bed shelter here in our city. So we're mm -hmm. definitely working towards that. What is the toughest part about you guys being in a nonprofit that you've seen so far in 2020? What are some of your struggles that you've had to now, since March, kind of have to deal with? Yeah, I think that varies across the board in every uh, sector of the mission. Specifically in my area, we lost a lot of volunteers. And so we, our day-to-day -day operational stuff happens because of volunteers. And so when COVID happened and, you know, everyone was scared, rightfully so, about what is this, what's going to happen. In that time, we did lose a lot of help that we had originally. And that was like one of the biggest things we had to try to figure out, create a 
of ways to work through that. And I mean, we did get some people who were uh, continuously helping. And so we were super grateful for that. But yeah, I would say when all the schools shut down, all of that stuff. And then I'm sure with your area too, and then also the shelters, like family shelter, the men's shelter, they all experienced it differently as trying to create protocols for COVID and helping our community, which a lot of them are immunocompromised. And so we were trying to think of creative ways of being innovative and how we can keep them safe. Likewise, with many businesses just now working remotely, not in an office, their ability to do donations, to do drives, to create a collection of some sort morphed. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really impressive though to see how creative they've become with doing online campaigns, with just trying to engage their employees and still probably meet company mandates for community involvement when you're not meeting as a company. How do you mm -hmm. do that? Well, it's been exciting and creative to see how they've used wish lists and GoFundMe pages and other online platforms to raise awareness, continue to support us, do their best to become engaged. We've had to get super creative on what can people do that's a virtual drive, virtual volunteering. Oh my goodness, we still need the support. We are 97% public funded. And that's not just finances. That's all those amazing in-kind donations and the resources people give us to help the impoverished not become homeless. Plus their time. A person's time is invaluable. Mm -hmm. So yes, we've had to really, again, have no box in what can that look like in COVID. And then on the flip side of that is how can we keep our guests safe? And it's been tough. We've had some tough calls where, yeah, we want to open our arms to everybody. And when the weather's getting at risk, putting people at risk, and yet we want to keep our guests safe. And so responding to the threat level in the city, if it's yellow, orange, red, to the CDC mandates, the governor and the mayor's directives, we have to be very flexible, literally day-to-day -day and adaptable. But I can tell you, our guests are so grateful. We have heard them tell us how thankful they are that we're keeping them safe, that we're taking this very seriously from stricter disinfecting to temp checks multiple times a day with our guests if they've been in and out of the building, just doing everything we can to be prepared mm -hmm. should we need to quarantine someone and still keep them safe in our shelter. So it has been a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're at home and you've got step teenagers and your husband and you're trying to keep all of them safe mm -hmm. and you want to be safe yet have some measure of normalcy in life. Well, amp that up times a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do with our big happy family. Absolutely. So yeah, I know that you guys do have, have some good programs coming up. And I know you really were super excited about talking about those with us. So so tell us what's up on your agenda for this month and future. Woohoo! Yay! What's yeah. first, B? What's the first holiday you get to take on? Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Thanksgiving is coming up. We try to do everything we possibly can to make it so special for our guests. Lincoln as a community is just, they're so thoughtful. They're so loving. They're so caring. And we have people who will come in and volunteer and serve the guests the Thanksgiving meal and make it feel like home. Yeah. I mean, they're getting the whole shebang, mashed potatoes, gravy, pie, casseroles, all the things you can possibly think about is on the list. I mean, they're mm -hmm. going to get all of that. And it's a super exciting time for our guests and for our staff and our volunteers. And it's just, everyone just is a one big family. It's like the biggest yeah. Thanksgiving you can throw. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
But this year, I mean, it will look a little different with COVID. We're going to try to spread people out more, but still try to make it seem like a home style meal with it being Thanksgiving, especially. And then, yep, yep. And then we have Starry Nights. Then we have Starry Nights the very next day. Starry Nights is November 27th, 28th, and 29th. That is basically our only fundraiser we do a year. And Michelle actually, we get to help her, but she actually does a lot of the managing of that event. So I'm going to let her talk about it and let her spell <laughs> her heart out because she can articulate it so wonderfully. So Aww. most people in Lincoln have maybe heard of the event, not necessarily been able to always attend it. It's always been about kids and our give back to the community that is so graciously supporting us all year long. So it has been up until this year, an amazing kids festival, and then a lovely gala at the end, a very fancy formal event for adults. But with COVID this year, obviously we've had to rethink all of that. And Gateway Mall has been so gracious to open their doors to us to bring in these one-of-a-kind designer decorated Christmas trees. We're basically just setting up Christmas. Everything you'd think of in a winter wonderland just for the public to walk around, walk through, and observe at no charge. There's no money involved in this unless somebody wants to bid on a tree or buy a tree outright. And we'll have our little wreath market with wreaths, pencil trees, these gorgeous custom-made ornaments for us that have a Swarovski crystal on them. Buying an ornament provides one night of a warm bed for someone homeless in our community. So there's a tangible connection there of what someone's resources can do, and yet they take away this gorgeous ornament they can hang on their Christmas tree. But this will be that weekend in the middle of Gateway Mall, right out from the food court, and hopefully thousands and thousands of people will see these gorgeous trees, get super excited about their holidays, and it be some wonderful positive takeaway from a pretty tough year for people. Yeah, totally. In the past, I have volunteered at the Starry Nights Festival. And so are you still looking for volunteers for that? Or do you have that pretty much on lockdown? Yeah, we're definitely still looking for volunteers for that event. And if anybody is interested, they can reach out to me. Since we're going to be in a less controlled environment where in the years past, like Michelle said, we've had festivals and we're in one building and Mm -hmm. now we're literally in the middle of them all. So considering that we are in desperate need of help with security guards, and when I say security, I think sometimes people may take that way, way too seriously. <laughs> and what I mean by security is just basically securing the trees, making sure nobody is pulling any ornaments off. We will have barriers around the trees, but we just want some security guards because you can get through the barriers super easily. Mm-hmm. So someone that can kind of be our eyes for us while we're managing other parts of the event. That's what our, we're primarily looking for right now yeah. for Starry Nights to know that our designer trees that people are going to spend money on to help provide for the people city mission we want to make sure that they stay safe especially being in the middle of the mall during black friday weekend and we don't know what to expect and so that's also part of it but yeah Yeah. that's what we're primarily looking for do you guys have particular shifts that you have set apart already yep we do have shifts that are between two and a half and three hours we have plenty of shifts available that friday saturday and sunday thanksgiving weekend Perfect. They do need to be 18 years old or older. Usually we would allow them to be at least 16, but with, like I said, being in the middle of the mall, we just want to be a little bit more safe. So throughout December, um, the community can definitely continue to connect with us through volunteering, 
perhaps adopting a guest. If somebody wants to help them have a very merry holiday, we give them their first name and a couple items on their wish list for all our single ladies and moms and kids. We'll have Christmas parties for our shelter guests. So mm -hmm. anyone can donate, say a new toy, a new pair of jammies or slippers, a lovely bath product, stocking stuffer kind of things even. They don't have to be expensive items. But then December 21st is always the winter solstice, the longest night of the year. And we always have a memorial service to commemorate and honor those in our community that have passed away that were homeless. And we go to our beautiful memorial garden and wall and we sing and we share scripture and we talk about those people and honor each one, inviting their families or any friends they have that would want to come and remember them. And then their name is on our wall now forever. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, we have lost a lot of people this year. And so we would not miss honoring them and remembering that life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I just remember that that night is always so powerful. And it just kind of helps you zone in to how much they really could use our help, our assistance. And way we can. You know, if we're at a place where we maybe can't support financially, we could still support with our time, with prayers, of course. And so there's just so many ways that you can connect with the mission and, and all the people that they're serving. And definitely kind of like your website again says, be the thanks in someone else's Thanksgiving, but then also throughout the whole year. It doesn't have to be just at one point in time. It can be year round, but these are just some upcoming options that we have for other people to connect and help serve or volunteer or give. We just want to make sure that people understand that it's not about how much. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it may be even something that they baked or a card they made or as they got new Christmas gifts. Now let's clean out our closet kids and or our toy box and let's give these to people that these would bless because you don't need all of this, basically. Mm -hmm. Yes, we all we have too much. Our, we do that with <laughs> our closets too. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because there's, you know, not just kids, but there's the whole range of, of ages of men and women that are at the shelters that can use these gently used items that we have that we aren't using anymore. We're considering donating, but maybe consider giving to the shelter this time, you know, wonderful things you guys have going on. And so I am going to pivot us over into a new section that I am calling rapid fire questions. So this is completely new. I haven't done this yet. Just a few questions. If you know, whatever comes first in your mind. So since there are two of you here on the interview today. I'm just going to ask you to describe one another in three words. And so Benin, you first. Describe <laughs> Michelle in three words. Energetic, focused, and generous. Aww. Generous. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. And Michelle, how would you describe Benin in three words? Responsible, passionate, and fun. Snickers, Reese's, or neither? Reese's. Anything peanut butter. Wonderful. Let's see. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset for me. Definitely sunset. What is your favorite flower? I really like orchids. Oriental poppy. They are in Nebraska, but they're a short-lived flower that's up around Memorial Day. Okay, great. As we're kind of winding down the, the show for today, where can our listeners connect with you online? Well, we're on several social platforms. They're all at PCM Lincoln whether that's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And our website is just PCM, short for People City Mission, Lincoln.org. Great. What can we all do right now as the support LNK community to help you and People City Mission most? Spread the word, I think is like the first thing that comes to my mind. Spread the word about who we are, what we do, and 
the upcoming things, the fundraiser we have coming up to raise funds for the homeless and impoverished in Lincoln. Yeah, it's crazy how just spreading the word can have more listeners, more people that Mm -hmm. are going to be aware of what we do. I like that because our kind of company vision or mission statement is that we are to be a witness for Christ to the poor and homeless and to advocate to the community at large. And Lincoln turns over. Our population turns over a lot because of all the colleges and the unicameral. And so, yes, we are constantly advocating and raising awareness, but not just who we are, what we do, which is important to know, but how can the community connect with us? How can they be a part of the solution, which can seem overwhelming? Homelessness is a huge issue. And yet on a day-to-day basis, $1 can make a difference. $1 can provide a sack lunch for somebody that's choosing to live on the streets. Prayer is essential. We could not do what we do, and we would not have been sustained for over 100 in 13 years, started by pastors, if it wasn't for prayer support mm-hmm. and the churches in our city, the amazing churches in our city, stepping up to help and do something. Love that. Even a dollar. And so every single dollar counts, just like every single hour that you can volunteer counts. All those little things, they definitely add up, especially in a city like Lincoln, where it is very, it's a larger city. And so, you know, a dollar here, a dollar there, that can definitely add up and, and have so much impact. And, and even with our time and the hours that we put in. I would encourage everybody to strongly consider if you do have some wiggle room either in your time and your schedule to to volunteer during this season or if you have some wiggle room in your finances and your pocketbook that you can donate to the cause um, because it's very much needed here in our town. The mission is supporting so many people and and like uh, Michelle said earlier, it's about a third of people in, in the city of Lincoln are reached somehow or another or are giving somehow or another and so ask yourself if you want to be included in that. Be thinking about the mission this year for the end of the year. But yeah, well, thank you guys both for hanging out with us. This has been great. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you, Lo. All right, guys. Well, that is it for now. And I can't wait to hang out again next week. So until next time, be honest, stay well, and never stop supporting Lincoln.